This is a Federal News Network podcast. Coming up on today's Federal Newscast, the schedule is set for defense committees to work on the 2021 Defense Authorization Bill. Meanwhile, federal employee unions want to make sure the bill includes protections for defense workers. And unions voice their unhappiness with how Social Security is handling emergency paid sick leave for its employees. These stories and more in today's Federal Newscast. Welcome to today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White. The House Armed Services subcommittees will conduct their work on the 2021 Defense Authorization Bill from June 22nd to June 23rd. The full committee will meet on July 1st to mark up the whole bill. The House Armed Services Committee is working on its bill later than its Senate counterpart this year. The Senate begins its markup process this week. One of the biggest federal employee unions is asking the House Armed Services Committee for protection. Federal News Network's Scott Massioni has more on that. The American Federation of Government Employees wants Congress to add a provision in the 2021 Defense Authorization Bill that will protect Defense Department workers' bargaining rights. The legislative proposal comes in response to a memo President Donald Trump signed earlier this year. The policy gave the Defense Secretary the authority to exclude DOD civilian employees from the Federal Service Labor Management Relations Statute. AFGE asked that Congress prohibit the appropriation of funds to exclude DOD or any agency from the statute. Scott Massioni, Federal News Network. Unions still are not thrilled with the way the Social Security Administration is handling emergency paid sick leave. Federal News Network's Nicola Grisco has those details. The American Federation of Government Employees filed a grievance over SSA's handling of emergency paid sick leave. The Families First Coronavirus Relief Act allowed for federal employees who meet certain requirements to receive up to 80 hours of extra paid or partially paid sick leave. SSA has said challenges with its payroll provider mean employees can't request the new leave in their time and attendance system. SSA instead is giving employees a written form to request that leave. Signing it means employees recognize they may be overpaid for the leave, and SSA won't waive the overpayment. Nicola Grisco, Federal News Network. Veterans Affairs will resume committal and memorial services tomorrow at most of its national cemeteries. VA says national cemeteries will call families who were not able to schedule a service during the pandemic. Most cemeteries have been open during the pandemic, but VA stopped committal and memorial services back on March 23rd. Upcoming services will be limited to small groups of family members, cemetery employees, and visitors will be required to wear masks. There's no longer a place for the Confederate flag in the Marine Corps. Federal News Network's Jared Serbu reports. The Corps is ordering the removal of the battle flag and even most depictions of it from its installations. The new directive applies to all public displays of the flag, including in individual workspaces, and commanders are being told to inspect those workspaces to make sure. Officials say the flag is such a divisive symbol that it represents a threat to the service's core values. The removal order does allow for some exceptions, like in works of art or historical displays. Jared Serbu, Federal News Network. The coronavirus pandemic has canceled in-person internships, but agencies still seek interns 
students to work remotely. The virtual student federal service last year matched 1,200 students to projects at 55 agencies, and the number of applicants this year is expected to increase. Federal employees have until June 10th to sign up as mentors. Agencies must also submit project ideas by the deadline. Students can apply for the program starting in July. Virtual internships began more than a decade ago at the State Department, and the agency still plays a coordinating role in the program. The IRS is expanding its virtual outreach program for households behind on their taxes. The agency's chief counsel set up virtual settlement days where taxpayers without lawyers can get free tax advice from low-income taxpayer clinics and pro bono attorneys. Taxpayers can also speak with members of the chief counsel's office to settle tax issues without having to go to trial. The virtual settlement days take place over video conferencing platforms and began last month. Regional IRS offices will hold more events later this month. A new CIO takes over at one of the regulatory agencies. Federal News Network's Jason Miller has more. Mattel Desai is back for a second tour at the Federal Energy Regulatory Commission's Office of the Chief Information Officer, this time as its CIO. He takes over for Dr. Christina Hanley, who became the CIO of the Office of the Comptroller of the Currency in the Treasury Department in January. Desai has been a senior advisor and risk analyst in FERC's Office of the Executive Director since April 2019. He also worked at FERC for 11 years, rising to become the Chief Information Security Officer before leaving to join the FDIC as its Deputy CISO in 2018. Jason Miller, Federal News Network. The longtime chairman of the Thrift Savings Plan Board is resigning. Federal Retirement Thrift Investment Board Chairman Michael Kennedy will resign effective June 30th. President Trump named three people to replace Kennedy and two other board members last month. The Senate is expected to confirm them at any time because the nominees do not need a confirmation hearing. Board member David Jones will serve as acting chairman if the Senate does not confirm the president's new members before the end of the month. The board recently fielded some controversy for its original plans to expand the international fund. Fewer federal employees retired in May as compared to April and as well as compared to May of 2019. But the time it takes for the office personnel management to process a claim rose by 15 days and now takes on average 83 days to complete the paperwork. OPM's latest data on retirement show more than 6,600 employees filed retirement claims. OPM also says its backlog of claims is at the lowest point in five months. And even software can get into trouble with the Office of Special Counsel. Federal News Network's Tom Temin explains. No, you don't have to be a human retaliator or office campaigner. OSC told the Treasury Department about a software logic flaw that let employers with federal safety violations off the hook to the tune of $92 million in fines from 11,000 companies. OSC said the flaw also hindered collections by a dozen other agencies besides OSHA. The Bureau of the Fiscal Service has fixed the software, but there's a lot of cleanup left to do. I'm Tom Temin. You can find more information about these stories at federalnewsnetwork.com. Search Federal Newscast, subscribe to the Federal Newscast on Podcast One or Apple Podcasts, and stay up to date on your agency's response to the coronavirus with our coronavirus resource page. I'm Eric White. (music) 